welcome to The Privy. I am Courtney here today after a great weekend with the lovely, lustrous Connor. I wish you said luscious, but lustrous works luscious just good, as right? well. Luscious is yes. good. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Monday or Tuesday. Happy no, Tuesday. but happy Monday. Yeah. We're recording on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Episode will be out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. We just had a great weekend. Yes, Earth Day was absolutely gorgeous, as was the whole weekend weather-wise here I'm in sorry, the city. I'm sorry, when was Earth Day? Yesterday. <laughs> did, did you not celebrate? Did not. You were a bad human. <laughs> no, definitely did not celebrate Earth Day. Did not know it was going. What do you do on Earth Day? Like take a pic, like to go on a picnic. Um, you reduce your carbon footprint. Is, did you do that yesterday? <laughs> As you um, drink from a plastic. <laughs> I no. Well, I drank out of glass yesterday at um, the Rusty Knot and PhD. Oh, ooh, messy boots. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this weekend ended up being like a lot more crazy than I thought it was going to be because I even had a client yesterday and closed, like closed that deal, had to lease out. Yeah, thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Yeah, so now on to uh other other clients. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a really good weekend. It was. It was um there was you were going to start telling me about some flea market that you went to? Oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> you just know how to get the information <laughs> out of me, huh? Um yeah, so yesterday I went to the queer flea market. Um now Okay. So you're not going to finish. So let <laughs> me tell you let where you I was. Because <laughs> even in the title, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I'm the wh- Queer Flea Market, it was at Rosemont, and it's a part of Williamsburg. Rosemont is this really popular, very hip gay bar um, oh, in Williamsburg Rosemont. area. Yeah. yeah. It's um, on, uh, what, what are the cross streets? Uh-uh, you're not going to do it. Montrose. There we go. 631 Montrose, if that serves my mm-hmm. lift memory correctly. Um, the founder is Ron, <laughs> Ron Sess. I think it's S-E-S-E. That's how you pronounce that, right? Sess? Probably. Or Sesse. Sesse. No, so Sess. So Ron Sess. Shout out to him. He's so lovely. He's the founder of the Queer Flea Market. Oh, did you meet him? Yeah, I met him yesterday. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was invited um, because a friend of mine, Adam Chuck, who was on um, a previous episode of The Privy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great artist. He was there showing his artwork along with other LGBTQ um, people showing artwork, photography, baked goods. Um, oh, a true there flea were a market. Live art. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, true flea market. Okay. But all, like, of queer voices. There was a girl there selling T-shirts and, like, these books and... Like, all these cool things, like pens and everything. It was such a cool, like, event. How long has it been going on? Three months. Um, oh, this so is it, the like, third. this is the year. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the year. inaugural year. Yeah. In- <laughs> I know I've used that word way too many times. Um, yes, this is the inaugural year. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron, sh- again, shout out to Ron. He was so lovely. Um, he's also a part of this organization called Voices for. Um, it came about right after the Pulse nightclub shooting, just about um, oh. like anti-violence, uh-huh. and it's grown massively. So mm-hmm. I want to have them on as well as along with Ron to tell us a little bit more about the the queer um, flea market. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. my Sunday. It was absolutely amazing. It was a great feeling to be amongst these artists and these creatives, all that are queer, um, all being successful in their own right and. 
you know, able to give back to our community. I think it was great. Did you purchase anything? I did. Don't try me. Actually, I did not. Okay, let me well, tell you Well, I mean, why. It, that could range from like, did you have some sort of artisanal well, I did. Well, tea, I actually coffee, made, or baked good? Oh, I, well, I had See? two drinks. Oh, you did? <laughs> um, I purchased two drinks and I donated to Voices 4. Oh, that's excellent. Um, so that felt good. So look up Voices 4, people. Yes, Voices and then the number four. Because that's what I'm going to do. Yes. Oh, Voices 4. Do you know How what? creative. No, so, I don't. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like Voices 4, and then I was going to ask if there was a colon. Uh, you know. But then I don't think that's grammatically correct. But anyway. Definitely would not be. Um, <laughs> so it's Voices, the number four. Voices four. Um, so yeah. donated to them. Was going to purchase something from my friend Adam, but from Saturday and Sunday, he was doing T-shirts, totes, and all of that jazz. But they were all sold out by the time I got there yesterday. So. Wow. Go, Go Adam. Adam. Um, <laughs> shout out to Adam Chuck. Um, and so, Yes. That was so me. There were a lot of vendors. I want to go to this. I think it was about like. Why 10. are you telling me about this? I think I, I found out kind of last minute. I was okay. on his Instagram. I was okay. like, okay, why didn't you tell me about this? Not that like, I was I looking at the footage. You to tell me any of these things, but <sighs> I can't with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but don't ask. But yeah, I'll definitely <laughs> tell you about it because. Is it every week? No, it's okay. Once a month. Oh. But you may be a part of it very soon because Privy may, may be doing a collaboration oh. Oh. with the thing, little little, little secret, little tidbit that okay. I'll explain. Even that. I don't know this, people. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. This is fresh. We'll work out the details. Woo. Ron will be on soon. Um, Not today, but soon as in the upcoming mm-hmm. episode. And so. we'll figure out how to pronounce his last name. Ron Sess. I think it's Ron Sess. Okay. okay. You're probably right. Perfect. We have yeah. spent way too much time <laughs> <laughs> on this. But Courtney had so, a really great weekend, people. Yes. Tell me about your weekend. Oh, it was excellent. Thanks. Um, uh, Highlight really was actually live. Last night, okay. Um, I was at the Tribeca Film Festival, which, by the way, so that started post 9-11, and it was produced by um, several big names, including uh, Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. to get people back not so much interested in the Tribeca area, mm-hmm. but to get people down, back down to Battery Park, Tribeca after post 9-11. Ah, so I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, the film that I was lucky enough to get a ticket for last night was the premiere, post-Sundance premiere of The Miseducation of Cameron Post. And um, I had... So I got all of these notifications about the Tribeca Film Festival festival for which I was super excited because I've been wanting to go ever since I moved to New York, but I've never really had the opportunity to do so. And then right. by the time, you know, when you find out about things a little bit too late and everything's already gone. So mm-hmm. I like was able to snag a ticket and met some really cool people in line and now we're friends and one works for um CAA, the casting agency, and another one works for um Oh shoot, who does she work for? Um I can't remember, but it was again something with television, mm-hmm. tele- film, theater, television, whatever. So that was like, that was really cool because you know here I am being like, well, I mean, I, I'm on the stage a little bit, but it was it was just really fun to be able to then have that little moment of time p- prior to and after after the show mm-hmm. or the the the, the, the screening mm-hmm. to be able to to discuss it because um, we also were treated just like you were with Call Me by Your Name mm-hmm. at um, the. Oh my gosh! New York Film Festival. Thank you at the New York Film Festival. Um, so this, the Miseducation of Cameron Post, is a movie based on this novel by um, uh, Emily Danforth, uh-huh. and that was released back in 2012. And this is directed by Desiree Akavan, uh-huh. and she's um, done some other indie films, and she also co-wrote the screenplay with Cecilia Frugi. I can't. I 
can't remember how to pronounce her last name. Um, but you know, it stars Chloe Grace Moretz, who you've probably heard of. From, yeah, love yeah. Chloe. She yeah. was dating Victoria Beckham's son. Right. Yeah. Brooklyn. So into her. Now. She's very, she's one of those young girls that really has an opinion. I think, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Um, she does, which is so cool, but she's also a subdued presence. Yeah, like yeah. very yeah. I, demure. And she's ageless. I don't know how old she is. She could be 16. She could be 22. I know oh, that's I like so. a little bit. She's younger. Yeah, they're she's still younger. very young. Yeah, also. and they kept referring, I can't, I don't know if she was like a really big spearhead in it because they kept describing Desiree and Chloe as like this team for pushing this book to get off the ground. It's a really long book. It's like 500 pages, but they really just focused on um, the the, the, the ending 200, which Desiree made known in their um, little Q&A session afterwards. A little Q&A. Yeah. Well, it wasn't – it was little because there were only a few Qs and As. Uh, (laughs) But what was so great is that she invited – Desiree invited – Anyone and everyone who had anything to do with the film, Got if it. you were there from catering, if you were there awesome. from location, whatever it was, come up on stage to celebrate with us. And they had, of course, had a few of the actors in the front. Um, and it was just it was so cool. I was um, fanning out a little bit yeah. just to be in, in that presence and also how intimate it was, because the theater, while it was big, um, it wasn't. It wasn't stadium style. Yeah. You know, I don't think it held over a thousand people. So it was still somewhat intimate and you could see the their expressions um, and just how excited they were for the film. And I really enjoyed it and I want you to see it. Okay. I think you would really like it. The end reminds me – and I know we can't really discuss it because you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, the book is very good. It's all – so brief, brief plot synopsis is it follows – the title character, Cameron Post, um, a gay teen, nineteen nine, in, into who has been forced into a conversion therapy camp. Got it's it. Set in the yes, early nineties, okay, ninety three. Um, the woman who plays the doctor is just pure evil, even though it's so convoluted because somewhat coming from that type of past, there are certain things. Not that the conversion was ever like a thing mm-hmm. um, for me, but just being um, privy to that knowledgeable of you better conversion therapy as a, some sort of method which uh it was really cool too because one of the producers behind it um was very is very proactive in getting legislation to illegalize conversion therapy awesome um because all of the research shows that it does not work got it um and i the movie really one great thing about the movie is that it literally could have gone on i would have sat there and watched the next 5 hours of it wow it was really engaging. It's not like it was an action movie. It was, it was yes, a drama, but there's so much to which I could relate. Uh-huh. And um, there were lots of points of humor, too. And to be honest, a lot of what I have been exposed to with Chloe's acting uh, has always been this little thing that she does where she, whenever she's serious, she licks her lips. Ew. Like just this weird thing. She has incredible lips, but like she just licks them. In this weird way, and I think it was in 500 Days of Summer where she plays the younger sister, uh-huh. where it was just filmed too much. Like Got Those it. were the scenes that didn't make it on the cutting room right. floor. And this just – I am a big fan of hers now. And I don't know. Did you ever see When We Were Eyes? No. On NBC – it was NBC or ABC. No, no, but – You I haven't seen it? I have a, that in the notes today because I think they were um, – were they honored at the GLAAD Awards? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Okay. I think. Which I, uh, I'm sure. Yes. That, yeah, yes, they, they were. Yeah. Yes, they were. Um, so that was released like last summer. Okay. 
Was so, it last spring? It was last spring. But anyway, one of the main girls from that was in this movie as well. Got it. Um, Emily Skeggs is how you pronounce, I think, how you pronounce it. Now, when is this movie set to be released? Um, wide. wide release? It, they don't have a date yet. Okay. Uh, so it won the Grand Jury Prize okay. at Sundance okay. for, I think, like drama, mm-hmm. um, which is huge. And it's up for an award at the Tribeca Film Festival. Um it's just kind of funny because like Tribeca hasn't been necessarily around that long, mm-hmm. but it's still it's kind of gain, garnering its own clout, mm-hmm. um, unlike Sundance and Cannes. Yeah. And I think there are a few others that are kind of moving up the ranks of the importance during this circuit right. period. Because, you know, anything that is coming out now, I mean, so this premiered, I think, January 12th at Sundance mm-hmm. and it won the Grand Jury Prize. But, like, think about that. If anything's up for the Oscar circuit, that's not until next year. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a long, that whole award season, That's it's it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I very much enjoyed it and I think everybody should go see it Um it's very witty. It's very creative. Um, even the author was there last night too. Oh wow! So That's it was, yeah, it was it was definitely, excuse me, um, a lot of fun. But speaking about Glad, the Glad Awards, um, those were hosted in LA recently. Yes, yes. Um, back on the twelfth. Now, were you able to? I don't think they had any live. Um, taping of it but what do you know about the glad awards um the media awards well the glad media awards is held every year it's usually held in la and then new york right so now this do year, you know why i was trying to figure out you know i was trying to figure that out what's too the i think what they do is they break up the honorees and they they have different honorees at each one right I, to my knowledge yeah it's not so, like you're gonna get an award in la and you're gonna get an exactly award in new york for the exact same i thing. don't know why they actually split it, split it up in that way uh, but mm. i know like you said it was on the 12th in la britney spears won the vanguard award mm-hmm. she was a big winner yeah demi um, won it last year it was all about unity the whole award show i'll go through some of the like the parts that stood out a little bit the most a little bit the most that <laughs> at all. Just kind um, of a little bit the most. Okay. <laughs> um, um, the outstanding drama series was This Is Us. Um, do you watch that, by the way? I do. I started, but okay. I kind of just fell off. And okay. I feel like I've lost so much now. It's, yeah. It may take too much time for me to get well, back. They're, they're like our episodes, and I know my exactly. attention span cannot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a long one time. of the reasons why I haven't started Game of Thrones. It's yeah. just so long. Um, outstanding film limited release was A Fantastic Woman, which I think is playing at the Angelica right now. I've actually been wanting to see. Are they on Movie Pass? Is he Angelica? I think so. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> because um, the landmark just up at Via 57 over on West 57th Street, it's like the big pyramid one designed by Bjork Ingalls. Anyway, you would recognize it if you saw it off the <laughs> West Side Highway. They just um, joined MoviePass, as did AMC. Oh, great. Drama, because AMC on 34th and, and 42nd used to not be available. And I think AMC found that they were losing a lot of money. Oh, I bet. Because yeah. everyone is on this movie fest now. Mm-hmm. Except for me. Um, I need it was to the cover. You don't have it? I'm, I need to sign up. Relax. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It was on the cover of Variety magazine, too. Um, yeah, I need to get on there before. Big disruptor. The rates go up. Yeah. Um, when We Rise, which you mentioned earlier, yes. um, one for outstanding TV, movie, and limited, um, limited series. series. We already discussed Britney Spears winning the Vanguard Award. Right. But the highlight was... Huge highlight. Lena Waithe. Now she has also been on the role a role I know award season yeah award season and a lot of media a lot of press a lot of media media so she won for um 
writing on uh, Outstanding Individual Episode mm -hmm. um, with Master of None. Mm -hmm. The episode was called Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And it's when she came out to her mother. Okay. By Angela Bassett. Um, so we actually have a little clip here that we're going to play for you of um, a part of the speech that we found. I mean, the whole speech was quite profound. But this um, little segment, just, just listen to it because uh, we find it very um, appropriate. And a lot of people ask me why I say I'm queer. Um, and I say that because I think it's a big umbrella. I don't want to separate myself from my, my, my trans family, you know, my non-binary, the bisexual. I feel like sometimes we can be a little segregated. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You have like the wealthy gays over here, the, the gays on a budget over there. You know, you got the asexual people in their group and that crew. We are, we need to be united because Laverne Cox's struggle may look different than mine, but the pain we feel is the same. Someone who may be asexual may have a different journey than mine, but we, we have a similar, a similar life. There's things that we have in common. And at the end of the day, we're already othered. So why should we other ourselves any more than we already are? So um, I just, it's so powerful. It, it has really so will. much yeah. to do with, um, especially what we were uh, speaking about uh, with the um, death and life of Marsha P. Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. That's mm -hmm. what you were talking about. I was like, what was he, when did yeah, we talk about Yeah, because that's a connection. Because I, yes. I, I saw that and I just thought, wow, how appropriately yeah. Timed, yeah. Because yes, our struggles may be different, but the pain is the same, yeah. and it's a it's not just a gay liberation movement right. anymore. It's right. an LGBTQ plus. It's this umbrella, yeah. and why again to reiterate why other ourselves when we are already othered. Yeah. Now I may be making a jump, but even if we go back to um, earlier or early, not so much colonization of America, but when you had the Irish and the African Americans, and it was they they tried to find out who was the lowest. You this know, it is was like, so funny because you, I just it, had this it, conversation when about have our... we, we haven't, have we progressed as a um, species yeah. when it comes to that? Yeah. Because it was always trying to find somebody else to be below you. Yeah. And it's that's not it's not a way to live. It's raising everybody else up because in raising everybody else up, you're raising yourself. Right. It's not about belittle, belittling or othering yeah. in reference to Lena others. Yeah. Um, something Soapbox for, for the day. So <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Applause for you. Applause for you. Um, for me, what it really resonated and, you know, I'm often asked by heterosexual um, people how is queer? What is the definition of queer? And what the, mm -hmm. what's the meaning behind that? Mm -hmm. And I feel like she made it a lot more clearer for me because sometimes I don't really know how to answer that because, I mean, clear I Clear the I way spoke for a, queer. Yeah, I spoke... <laughs> <laughs> you can't I, with me? You can't I spoke, with me. <laughs> uh, I spoke about this earlier, uh, I think maybe in season one, how I was kind of unsure about that word. I found it very offensive um, kind of growing up. And I've just most commonly or I'm sorry, most recently become mm -hmm. a lot more comfortable with it. But I think she explained it in a way to unify everyone. And I'm all about um, mm -hmm. 
unity. Um, so I think that was brilliant. And yeah, it's almost like it's the umbrella. Q, yeah. like the Q is the umbrella, really, yeah. and underneath the exactly. Q. Because the, exactly. By, by definition, queer just means odd. Yeah. Even though, in my opinion, everybody's odd. Yeah. But um, odd or different from the norm. Yeah. And so under that blanket is the L, G, B, and T. Yeah. And I and whatever, A. A. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> the, the whole night, apparently, the whole ceremony was really mm-hmm. about visibility and unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, imagine what it felt like in that Room. You know what? I feel like every single time that they have some sort of gathering, yeah. people probably walk out of there just on cloud. Oh, I'm not sure. even nine. I'm they've sure. created a whole new cloud. I'm sure because it's just it's you are surrounded by nothing but acceptance and a uh, effort to move not an agenda but push for um, equality and yeah. unity. Yeah. And, and no, and the visibility because Glad mm-hmm. and we didn't really speak about this. They actually measure the amount of visibility um, LGBTQ people are in media, film, oh, yeah. TV, and like, that's what all, they do. Numbers, it's yeah. quantifiable. Yeah. It's like statistics, yes. and they put it out every year. So yes. um, that's why I guess the Glad Media Awards are so important. Um, speaking, and the next one is in. May, New York, yeah, May 5th. May 5th at the Hilton. Um, in so Midtown. if anybody has tickets that they don't need. And <laughs> they want to give to us. Yes, please let um, us know. We are definitely open to receiving those. <laughs> um, I will be in town. We, it's a Saturday. It's also Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. It's one of my best friend's birthdays. But she lives in Chicago. So, <laughs> so she you don't would need under, to be she there. She would understand. And it is a black tie optional. I did see that on the website. So <laughs> yes. I do have an outfit to don't wear. Don't worry. I've got to text people. <laughs> I am ready. Um, Who needs arm candy? <laughs> um, as we said, the honorees and stuff are a little bit different. And at the honoree, and the honoree for May 5th, the one in New York, mm, is mm-hmm. Samira Wiley, who is absolutely phenomenal. Yes, yes, She's yes. on Orange is the New Black and one of my favorite Handmaid's Tales. Yes, which uh, is coming back for season two, and the trailers are just so crazy. I'm sorry, the trailers are? Yeah. Have you not seen them? They're so confusing. I'm so hurt. Okay, okay, I gotta go do that <laughs> when we're done with this. We're gonna need to wrap this up soon. Um, no! Uh, <laughs> I'm so ready to keep talking. <laughs> So, yeah. So, that's happening May 5th. Um, yeah. Can't wait to highlight that and see what mm-hmm. the... Well, and actually, not... Okay. This is more gossipy. And I can't remember if Samira is still with her. But um, the head writer of Orange is the New Black okay. was married to a man and left her man for Samira. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is gossip. <laughs> Drama. I, but this was years ago, so I'm not sure if they're still together. I just remember when that happened. Okay. Way, yeah. way, way to dirty out her laundry. She's not. Wait. She's not. Is that how you say it? Dirty no, out No. No. Well, dirty her laundry. Dirty her yeah, laundry. Yeah. Dirty is the verb Ooh, there. Fail, Courtney. Fail. Oh. No. Actually, if anything, I'm dirtying the, the show writer's laundry. Samira, good good for you. I mean, she's beautiful. She's so yeah. beautiful and um, so talented. I never, so I know what happens to her character in Orange is the New Black, but I never saw it. I've never, Do you know what happened? I don't. Then I'm not going to say it because I was so mad when I found out. I need you um, to calm down. I know, uh. I know. But speaking of things about which I'm mad, um, I work hard in the gym for my <laughs> Oh my God, what a good assets. segue. You're such a good segue. And I make sure that they look good in what I'm wearing. Um, so for some reason on Instagram, this whole roundabum or oh, whatever. Oh, so, so you knew about this. I knew about this because okay. it was an Instagram ad because, of course, Google and Instagram and Facebook now know everything I've ever searched for um, or, you know, whoever, whomever you follow on Instagram um, or look for. 
some algorithm knows what to to have. So this roundabum thing was back in 2015 yes. on the Shark Tank. Yes. And what's actually funny is this, I think, is also fe- – it, it's not the same company, but it's something that's featured in – I think it was like the second episode of um, – Queer as folk, where uh-huh. there was uh, a guy who was, um, what is it called? Cruising. Right. Um, wherever that's based. I think it's Toronto or somewhere in Canada. And, like, he has a fake package to make it look like he's bigger in front, but he also has butt padding. Uh-huh. And so, first I went... I'm going to say my opinion, actually. Okay. And then we're going to ask for you yours. You do that. Well, first, before you go on, <sighs> before I really – calm down. Okay. Rounderbum has become the most visible male, male butt-enhancing underwear brand in history. Um, they Most done, visible? Most visible. What do you mean by that? Like – Ability like the most to see mo- your ass? No, bitch. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> the, the most popular, I would say, probably uh, the most um, well known. Well known because they they were uh, like companies prior to this. Gotcha. Um, they did um, like over, secret underground. So they did over a million in sales um, in 2015, uh-huh. which you mentioned. You said they were on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me see. Give me one second. Because they've had say... this stuff for women for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's all I really were, was going to say before I get into something else. Okay. What do you have to say? What do you, What are your thoughts on it? Because I wanted to know. Okay, so I mean, what are your thoughts on it for you? And would you date someone who were wearing? Well, that's okay. not how I think of of it. The way, because I don't think of it in in, in that way. It's more in of what way? <laughs> in 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 a purely visible way. Because my thing is, you are altering an appearance, but it's a temporary. Um, alternative. Okay. So if you if you see somebody and he's got a nice round bum. Okay. Uh, and then you later find out in the bedroom or however that there's really nothing back there. <laughs> and that was, you know, something that intrigued you. Unless it's like a, oh, I have a rounder butt, you're, but you're going to like my personality. <laughs> <laughs> So do you want do you want that disclaimer when you like so you're saying you're 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 clearly against it. Oh, well. Yeah. No, for yourself is so clearly you're against it for yourself. Clearly I'm against it for myself. That's you, why I shop, I wear I shop and I dance be, and I love the fact that my lower extremities are my prime asset. Um okay. because I like to show off what I've got. I have a nice bum. Okay. Is that what you, is that what all of this was about? That's what we were getting to. Um, so if you were in the club, you met someone, and it didn't come up. Because apparently it also feels good. Like, feels relatively real. I was reading in descriptions. Like, if somebody actually touches it, and it's like, yeah, but what's going to happen when they're like, whoa. Well, so what happens? You get home. You meet someone at therapy. I don't know why she threw that out there. <laughs> like, they, are not a, they are not a sponsor of ours at all. No, nor is industry. <laughs> yeah, nor any of them. But you meet someone. You, I was a DBL you go back home with them, blah, 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 blah. You yeah, find yeah, out that you it's fake. What do you say? Do you say something to them? Like, how do you? I'd be like, oh, man. So I, mean, I really like. I'm not going to get too much into the personal. Okay, so yeah, all right, so fan. you're not a fan. I'm not a fan, but I want to hear your opinion. If it gives somebody some more self confidence, great. I have them on and, now, so I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Well, and if well, they're not wearing, it's, it comes back to tailoring. Know how to dress yeah. yourself. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like split down the middle. Um, I like a butt it's crack. definitely. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would say it's you definitely not for me, and I'm not interested in anyone that would wear them. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not mad at anyone who wants to <laughs> lift, lift. it. <laughs> lift and look good. Like, yeah. it just doesn't really affect me at all. Yeah. I am really not into a guy with a, like, with a big butt. So I'm not like, but like nice. I respect a nice butt, like but... a rounded, but nothing that's like whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, Nikki. like yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, we don't need a Kim K or any. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that's it's weird. I just didn't even think that until recently. I didn't realize that <laughs> this is gonna sound ridiculous. Um, I didn't know butts were such a thing for men too. You know? Did you? Because I'm, I'm just never. That's I mean, not... that's like aside from eyes and teeth. Really? That's what I look for. Oh, mine is like chest. I think legs. Okay. It's just well, not legs for me yeah. it goes hand in hand with legs because yeah. it's a glute. So if you're working <laughs> out your legs, then you should be working out that. But also, I've been a dancer for 21 years, so it's also something that I noticed. Excuse me. Shout out to yourself. <laughs> but hey, exactly. But I mean, if you were going to go to the club, and speaking of clubs, like, um, what was uh, you had posted? You had sent something about. Um, well, can we say something real quick? Do you okay. think it? Well, I know you said something about the in unrealistic standards of beauty. Do you think there's an issue for people that are wearing this underwear? Like, do you think they, they have, have a problem? Insecurity? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they. Well, I mean, yeah. it, my, if the, the sales sales don't lie, because it's kind of the same thing as a push up bra, right? Oh my gosh, you're right. Exactly. Well, hold on. It's, it is. It's, it's the like same a thing as padded push up bra. Padded it's the push-up same bra. thing as the bra, uh, yeah. the bombshell. And like, I don't, I don't have yeah. no. Like, I don't think when I see a girl, or I know plenty of friends that probably have a pad to push it wrong. Oh I never I feel think... like a horrible person right now because I'm should. just sexualizing. You should. You yeah, should. because like when I look at somebody who's wearing, if she's wearing a bombshell, like, you're like, go, girl. Her. Yeah. And yeah. It looks like, yeah. But it's probably because you're not sleeping with them either. Exactly. And you think you would be that's, exactly, that's the point that but I was going to make. But I think it's one of those things, like, is that the end all be all? Like, like for me, I, like it wouldn't matter. Like ugh. you know, I think it's almost God. like the same thing as God. We're running around in circles because then I'm like, I, I know, just said I, I won't be interested in anyone, but I wouldn't be super offended. I think I would make a joke out of it. Though. I would have to tell them. Like, I'd make a joke and be like, why, you don't need to do like, that. Like I probably would cut all of the pads out of the underwear or just throw them away if I could. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I, let him know that like he doesn't have because it's that. been around. I've seen them, not this particular brand. Maybe it was this brand actually. Um, I've seen these before. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, well, that's interesting. I don't need it, but that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, some, it's little, but some, um, anyway. Moving, moving on. We are still, verdict is still out. Not for us. Um, not for us. Not no. for us. I'm but good. no judgment. If you, yeah, no judgment. Um, if, it, if it gives you a sense of self-confidence, go for it. Go for it. Because it's, it's a temporary fix to a permanent thing, but it's like. <laughs> Look at you evolved just within that conversation. Thank That's you. what the privy wants um, everyone to do. Just listen. Yeah, take my example. <laughs> <laughs> she just went around. She just went around in a circle and came back to. Oh. It came right back to arrogance. <laughs> okay, so um, Vice put out an article going right into the next topic. Um, no segue there. Um, uh, where people from the UK they talked to I think five or six different. Uh, LGBTQ people, yeah. 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 And uh, they explain what their gay, what their first gay Gay club, gay lounge experience was like. Mm -hmm. And it made me wonder, like, can you remember yours? And I don't think it was as revolutionary as, (laughs) like, they may have thought it was. Yeah. Um, 
Because I don't think I can pinpoint it. Well, some of the responses were quite interesting. Some yeah. were, like, intimidated when they walked in. Some felt really comfortable and at home. Yeah, the one guy was like, I never wanted to go back. And then it, it took him a few years to try it again. Yeah. Also, have you been to a European club? No, not a European okay. club. I was Last time I was in Europe, I was, like, probably 12, 11 or 12. So okay. I, I, you weren't I wasn't out. able. Yeah. Although there was someone in that they talked to. She went to a gay club at 14. I yeah. Like, well, because oh, we're doing the, that? You, can, you go out. You go out at much younger. So you don't even remember what your first experience was going to a gay club? I don't really think so. I usually go to I, – I just love to dance. And so I think I, I happen to just be in one. Was it here in New York? Was it in- No, it was in Columbus. Okay. It was back home. Yeah. Okay. You know what age? No. I think I was like – I think I was eight. I okay. think. Okay. When I, was when yours I first in North Carolina? I was in North Carolina in okay. Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, okay. I don't really remember a lot of it, but I felt comfortable. I think it was just like a lot to take in because it was a huge mm-hmm. like nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say something I remember, which is interesting because I, I don't see that often here. It was predominantly African-American or people of color, um, which is something that I actually want to discuss later in um, some upcoming episodes. Cause yeah, because I want to look into that, too, because I've noticed some trends with just places that I've gone here in the city. Yeah. Um, each different place attracts a different – strangely, it's also a cultural – like, it's not just a socioeconomic yeah. draw, but it's like a cultural – Yeah. Um, well, there, there's a group in Brooklyn called Poppy Juice. Yes, it's like a like kind of a collective, and they throw these parties. So I want them on the podcast. So if you're listening, Wait, uh, they, I'll contact you. Yeah, they just had a. You guys, if you're listening, just had a poppy juice. Poppy juice at poppy juice. That's such a cute name. I love it. It is. It is. P A P I. Poppy, like the underwear. Um, and do you know that brand? No, they sell it at Macy's and Bloomies. Okay. Um, yeah, now you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, we really shout out a lot of brands and stuff today. Like, if y'all want to be a sponsor, you definitely can. I know, FYI, you, everybody, we are, are not paid for this. I will take as many. I'm sample size, just to let you know. To exist currently is like all of my wardrobe. Um, so anyway, um, Poppy Juice just had something in timeout, which was really cool. And oh, I wanted awesome. to, yeah, I couldn't go, but um, they sound. How very would you fun. feel going? I always wonder that. I'd want to go with friends. I definitely <laughs> want to go with friends. Friends that are people of color, or just would you show up to five white boys? Actually, I'd probably go with you. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Everyone, Courtney's black. Yeah, <laughs> yes, if you can go on, to but YouTube not, but not, even, <laughs> not really black. because of that. Uh, I, I was thinking about that because I'm like, and I have I, to go with people who are like lively and outgoing. Yeah, yeah, because that's what it's for. You don't yeah. go to these things, and it's like ah, I can't just do the caddy and like I'm yeah. going here to be seen. Yeah, no, go there and have fun. Go there and have fun. But before we wrap up, I do want to touch up on one more point. Um, when we got to talk about this a while ago, Love Simon. Oh, still making waves, people. I know, still making waves, and I it was know. released like over a month ago. I know. Um. I mean, there um, there are so many articles that are still being written about it. It has more press. Now, I think this is still because of the um, type of movie that it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and I actually – so, again, no affiliation with NPR, but Pop Culture Happy Hour, I will recommend everyone to listen to the episode that they have on Love, Simon. Oh, this was released a few weeks thanks ago. Thanks for telling me. Yes. I'm telling you now. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, Glad you one, called that sarcasm. <laughs> One of the commentators um, had a really good point because he saw it with his mother. And How old was the commentator? 
Um, middle age. Well, no, 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 like 38. Okay. He saw it with his mother. Okay. And he, you know, more or less wasn't necessarily hugely moved by it because it was more so set in like the 90s, early 2000s, as opposed to either modern day or when he was going through that. Uh, Because it was. As we talked about, somewhat unrelatable to our experiences, but as a parent, being exposed to even just a little bit of that inner turmoil, because I don't know, it's somewhat difficult for individuals to share everything with their parents Mm -hmm. and to see them go through that. And his mother was just hysterical Mm -hmm. in like the crying way, Um, not the funny way. Uh, when she was watching it because it was so much of, I didn't know that you went through this Mm. and what, what a strong presence that, you know, Jennifer Garner's character plays. Yeah. Cause you know, we discussed that. Um, but it's still, it's a huge, it's making, there's, there's more of it, um, out there than, Call Me By Your Name and Moonlight, like yeah. combined. Yeah, the, the release. More press, they, yeah. yeah. Well, they released more of, to more theaters um, upon, I guess, on their opening weekend. They but released... also, it's like, I think it's because of its content. It's not, yeah, yeah. You know, Call Me By, By Your Name was made as an indie to be an indie. Moonlight was made as an indie and got a lot of steam behind it because yeah. of what the content was. Well, I think what's really interesting is um, also a Vice article that I uh, actually pulled this from and that I was reading is that teen movies um, are known to be kind of a tough sell. And the, to put like a LGBTQ thing on top oh, of it. Oh. Um, on top of it. But it's doing very, very well. And mm. like we just said, it was released. And you know that you know why that is? More than the combined of the other two, Call Me By Your Name and gotcha. Come On, 2,400 gotcha. theaters in the U.S. Gotcha. What were you going to say? Which is incredible. Why is that? Um, so teen movies can be very difficult to have an attractive base to because it, they're catered to individuals who can't drive yet. Oh, interesting. So they require parental um, escort. Well, you know, that's the great thing about the preview. It is offered on iTunes. <laughs> you, you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> You don't have to go. That any- was not intended. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere to listen to it. You can just go on. To you don't your- need to ask anybody's permission except <laughs> iTunes. <Yeah. laughs> iTunes. Um, you can listen to it in the comfort of your own home. If you let's say you don't have iTunes, you have Google Play Music. You can go on there and check us out. As oh. well. <laughs> well, we yeah. do not discriminate. <laughs> we do not discriminate. Android, iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> we have it all. So that's great about that. So teens, if you want to listen to us. You most certainly can. Mm-hmm. Hey, please excuse. And we hope you do. Sometimes we're a little bit vulgar. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I talked about my butt. Yeah, and I did say the B word. Butt? No, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now twice. So, <gasps> so thanks. Your um, discretion is advised. Um. So yeah, I think that's discretion. it. That's our wrap tonight. Yes. Or yes. Today. I think we we've gone uh, well at our time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Always fun to be here, Courtney. Thank you oh so God, much for having always me. Always fun to have you. Stop. You're paid to say. Oh. 
Um, by who? I don't know. Okay. Um, one of the many sponsors that we mentioned today in, uh, in the episode. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, real quick. I'm going to see one movie tomorrow, Tuesday night. It's called Every Act of Life. Um, I was wondering when you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Also, Tribeca Film Festival. Um, tomorrow night, which sure. is Tuesday night. So if they're listening tomorrow, exactly. they it may will be try to tonight. Rest yeah, so I might, we might be able to see you at the Cineopolis. Cine- Cine- Sinopolis? I can't remember. It's the one in Chelsea on uh, 23rd. We went and saw BPM. I thought it was the Botox Theater. A what? I thought that's what it was called. Is it not? No, it's Sinopolis. Sinopolis. Okay, look it up. Just Google. Anyway, uh, Google. yeah, 260 <laughs> West 23rd. What's the name of the movie you're going to say? Um, Every Act of Life. It's part of the Tribeca Film Festival. You may be able to get rush tickets if they're already sold out. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, and BPM is actually just released on DVD. So oh. check that out. Oh, we need to do an episode on that. Didn't we already do it? No, not BPM. We oh, talked that's about right. it. We talked Wait. about it. Okay. We talked about it. So that's I what saw we're coming back with. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, everybody, it's supposed to be wonderful weather for the rest of the week here in um, New York. For <laughs> not the our... weather report. Not wrapped with <laughs> the weather report. This is not <laughs> wrapped up, but I'm very excited for spring actually to be here, and it's time to change my wardrobe. <laughs> so if anybody has any suggestions, Pappy, underwear, let's look. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's get that. I can't with you. Get off right yeah. now. Bye, everybody. Uh, uh, be sure to check us out on all social media platforms at the Privy Podcast. Guys, YouTube and website this Friday. Ah, I think, I think, I think, uh, like I feel, uh, I I feel like this has been going on. This is a continuous, I think people are going to stop listening if I don't. major blue balls about this. Um, And yeah, that's it. Hit us up. Cannot wait for you to see all the videos and tell me what you think. And let me know if you have any questions. Be sure to hit me up on any of those social media platforms with any questions, concerns, or um, criticism you may have for us. Mm -hmm. And in the great words of Truman from The Truman Show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. (laughs) That was good. Bye. Bye.